guys, welcome back to Take It to the Crosstalks. I'm your host, Natalie Solomon. Um, it has been a fat minute since I last did an episode. Life has just been very busy and chaotic. I've been out of town a lot. I went on a mission trip to Honduras earlier this summer, which I hope to talk about in a future episode. I have summer classes. So yeah, just kind of very, very busy. And also, time has been flying. Like, how are we already in July? Like, soon school is going to be starting, which I don't like. But anyways, I'm excited to be back because I really do love making these. Like, even if no one listens, making these episodes is something that I just enjoy doing. Since it's been a while, I've had a lot of time to think about what I wanted to talk about in this episode. I was constantly like going back and forth on different topics, but I finally decided on one. So today I'm going to be talking about what it even means to put your identity in Christ and how to really go about that. Before I talk more about this, I actually have a funny story about identity. My family and I were at the airport a couple weeks ago, and we were checking in our bags, and the worker there goes to me and says, Ma'am, do you have your ID? And I kind of froze because I knew I didn't have it with me. I usually keep my ID in my lanyard with my keys, and since I wasn't driving, I didn't really think to bring it with me, which is a stupid decision on my part, I know. But anyways, I was nervous to tell my family because I knew we were running a little bit late and I didn't think we would have time to drive back from the airport to my house. I eventually had to tell them and I just go, guys, I left my ID at home and my sister started laughing. My mom starts to freak out, but my dad is completely silent. And I don't know about you, but when dad is silent, it is not a good sign. It was like the calm before the storm, which was no bueno for me because I knew the storm was about to come in the car driving back home to get my ID. Surprisingly, my dad was a lot calmer about it than I was expecting. He may or may not have driven me back home in 15 minutes, even though the drive normally takes about 20-ish minutes, so I think it's safe to say that we did save some time, and also our flight ended up getting delayed four times, so God was just really on my side that day. The reason why I bring this story up is because not only is the physical ID card so important, I mean, you can't fly anywhere without it, but your actual identity is so important and it's so valuable, especially to God. Identity is a core part of who you are and it's what keeps you unique and distinguishes you from everyone else. And I don't think people realize that the way you perceive your identity, the way you view yourself influences every area of your life. And unfortunately, a lot of us are going through life embracing fake IDs. We are pretending to be someone who we aren't. We are finding identity in someone or some things that we are not. We put our identity in that job. We put our identity in the gym. We put our identity in social media. It's almost like these things start defining us. We start to fixate on how much money we make. We start to fixate on how we look. We start to fixate on how many followers we have. Like, I remember when I was younger, I used to care so much about the amount of followers I had versus the amount of people 
who I was following, which is insane. Like, why was I so caught up in that? And that's the thing. The devil tries so hard to erase your identity without you even knowing it. He wants to keep you from being you, who God has made you to be. He wants to hide your true identity. And one way he does this is by using the opinions of other people. Something that I learned while growing up is that people will always talk no matter what. Whether you fit in or stand out, people will always find something to talk about. And I used to let the opinions of other people affect me so much to the point where they would influence what I say or what I do. I know I'm not the first one to say this, but other people's opinions do not matter. And I want you to really believe it because when you do, it's freeing. But I know when you're in the moment and you hear someone say something negative about you, it kind of makes you second guess yourself and second guess who you even are as a person. And you're like, wait, is that person right? Am I really like this? And living to please others is just so tiring and draining. And once you start putting your identity in God, once you start believing what God says about you, not what other people say, it's life changing. Another way the devil hides your true identity is by using your hurt and pain in your life to deceive you. If he can get you resentful, bitter, angry, he knows you're going to miss your true identity. I was watching this talk by Rick Warren, and it was about identity, and he was saying, the devil tells you that you have to earn God's acceptance to be loved and blessed by him. You don't matter. You're not important. You're worthless. You know that sin you committed? You'll never be forgiven for that. All shame comes from Satan, and this hides your true identity. In the video, Rick Warren was also explaining that the devil likes to use the media and culture as a way for you to lose your identity. You should look like them. You should dress like them. Be like everyone else. And I think with that, you lose your sense of originality. You lose your sense of uniqueness. And that's the thing, when you put your identity in someone or something that's not God, you begin to lose yourself. And I have fully experienced this. Something that I used to put my identity in was school. And I know it kind of sounds weird, like, what? You put your identity in school? But for real, I would always work hard, study hard, focus most all of my energy and attention to school. And it almost felt like it had this chokehold on me. And I used to let grades define me. Like if I got one bad grade on an exam, game over. It would completely ruin my entire day because I would let it define my intelligence. I would let it define me. And looking back, it seems silly that I would do this. But when you're in the moment and you see that bad grade on canvas, your mindset completely does a 180. Or at least mine did. And I really would have to take a second and ask myself, Nat, are you really going to let this grade define you? Or are you going to let God, the creator, define you? We spend our lives finding our identity in this and in that, but God is actually inviting us to find our identity in him. And the way we do that is by renewing our mind, filling it with truth. And you have to ask yourself, what does God say about you? God says a lot of things, but there are three main things he says that I want to focus on. Number one, God says that you are completely accepted. 
we try to find acceptance from our parents, our friends, etc., we will go to the extremes just to gain acceptance. Sadly, I see many girls my age literally losing themselves. They forget their worth, they forget their value, just to gain attention and acceptance from a guy. Why are we trying to gain acceptance from a guy who does the bare minimum? And the same thing goes for guys. And to couples who are dating, please don't put your identity in the relationship because what happens if that boyfriend or girlfriend you are dating leaves? The truth is God gives you that acceptance. You don't have to chase it. In Ephesians chapter 1-4, it says, For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In other words, before God chose to make this planet, he chose to make you. You are already accepted. Like you don't have to gain it or earn it. Another thing that God says is that you are totally forgiven. God can't partially forgive. He totally forgives. It is in his nature. He doesn't carry grudges. He doesn't replay what you have done over and over in his mind. Instead, he releases it and he forgives it. And I think knowing that is so freeing because it just shows how forgiving our father is. Like, we don't have to present to him our perfect self. Like, we are allowed to show our flaws. He understands our struggles and he's willing to work with us to overcome them. I think sometimes when we sin, we are scared to run to God because we feel like we're in trouble. And that's just something that's far from the truth. Like God wants us to run to him and he wants to forgive us. Like we just have to ask. We just have to mean it. And I think sometimes we think that our sin is greater than God. Like our sin is so big that God can't forgive it, which is not true. God can forgive anything. No sin is greater than him. And most importantly, God says you are eternally loved. God is love and he has so much love for his creation, aka us. You cannot make God stop loving you no matter what you do. He isn't fickle. He isn't moody. He's constant. And that's the beauty of God's love. It's unconditional. There's no condition and it's unending. He will always love you. Romans 8 verses 38 through 39 says, For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing will separate us from God's love. And these are some things that God says about you. These are some things that define you, not how much money you make, not how many followers you have, not your grades, but that you are completely accepted, totally forgiven, and eternally loved. There's a song by Francesca Bettistelli. It's called He Knows My Name, and it's actually my mom's favorite. In the song, she writes, I don't need my name in lights. I'm famous in my father's eyes. Make no mistake, he knows my name. I'm not living for applause. I'm already so adored. It's all his stage. And I love those lyrics because all that matters is that God knows my name. Like, why would I put my identity in someone or some things when I'm already famous in God's eyes? 
You know, it's not about who you are. It's about whose you are. I think it's important to take a step back and reflect that without God, we are nothing. We literally come from dust. And the only reason we are here today is because he breathed life into that dust. He breathed life into us. Only the one who gave you life has the authority to identify you. And because of that, we have to allow God to strip us from those things that we hold on to that define us. Because only God can bring out the best version of you. Not the gym, not a female, not a dude, no amount of money, definitely not yourself. Just God and only God. And putting your identity in Christ does not happen overnight. It takes a while. Honestly, for me, it's an everyday thing. But that's okay because Jesus will never give up on you. Whatever is taking a hold on you, it doesn't matter anymore because you are His. He knew what He was getting into when He called you. He knew that you had all this brokenness. He knew you were a mess, but He still chose you and to still be with you. I think that's a wrap for today's episode. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. Peace.